name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Well, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, like Karen mentioned, my name is Volley Heitkamp. I live in Minnesota. I'm in Mayer, Minnesota, which is just a tiny little town about 30 minutes west of Minnetonka, if you're familiar with that. Um, I have been, um, as Karen mentioned, I have I started a ranch by the name of Hope Rides uh, back in 2006. It was by no stretch of my imagination um, anything that I ever really wanted to do with my life. Um, I had an entirely different kind of plan or I guess, you know, thought about what I thought thought I would be doing in my young, you know, preparation um, to college to going to working in corporate America, um, you know, up until the time when I started to understand that I was actually being called in a different direction um, to an entirely different line of work that I had never even possibly entertained. Um, so with that being said, my previous history before working, starting Hope Rise was I worked for um, I worked in corporate America. And for as long as I can, I think fundamentally for as long as I can remember, um, you know, I always, on a spiritual level, I always believed that there was a God. I always believed that there was something. Um, but I wasn't walking in a relationship with it. But at a very fundamental level, I always believed that everybody had gifts and skills um, and that, and that our, we were intended to use our gifts and our skills, you know, to make the world a better place and to make an impact, to be fruitful. Um, but I didn't even really understand what that meant. I just knew in my core, to my core, one of those things that you know, that you know, your knower knows. Um, I just knew that that was true. Uh, so that kind of sent me on a pursuit of of seeking what, what that meant. What did that look like? Or at least for me, what that looked like. Um, and so that kind of took me through a journey. So I spent some time in corporate America. And the entire time I was in corporate America, I, I enjoyed what I did. But I continued to kind of feel this nudge so that's why I can describe it. It was just a simple nudge that I really wasn't using my gifts the way I was intended to. Um, and so I just continued to pursue that, seeking that, uh, and trying to understand what that really looked like. So super excited to be able to have the opportunity to share a little bit with you guys kind of about that walk and that journey. But today, for, for to kind of put that all into context, um, I really wanted to kind of put that into a, a, a reference of a presentation called Put Out, put down and put up um, with kind of the spirit behind it about being hungry to pursue the excellence and walk in the fullness for which we, which you were created uh, using those gifts, using understanding how your, your spiritual significance of those gifts actually 
all connects into everything you do, you know, from your work to your family, to every part of your relationships, uh, to every aspect of your, of that platform and that call that the idea that beyond your job, there is a call and that that's a part of that. So let's pop to that next slide. Kind of, kind of goes into that intention of our why getting clear on our call, uh, the excellence of fullness and always evolve that, that the idea about, excellence and evolving into our fullness always requires a next level ask and uh, what that pursuit of excellence and fullness will require okay so let's just hop so let's just get into the meat okay so in preparation for this um my reference material really became really comes from the bible it's it's, it's uh luke 7 and i'm going to read that real quickly to you because that's going to be the context for what we use today one day jesus was standing by the lake of Gensere. The people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw the waters. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who's, who, who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put it out for a little bit from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out, the, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've, been worked, we've worked all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the net. When they, had got, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled for their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they, and, and they came and filled the boat so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for men. Okay. So hop into that next slide. As I was, as I was reading that in my own personal reflection, um, three words really popped out to me. You know, three concepts. Put down, put up, or put out, and put up. Okay, so let's just kind of talk about those a little bit for, furthermore. Put down means I'm going to teach you something. I need your attention. I need your focus on me, not on what you're doing. I'm going to have to do something that requires you to stop what you're doing right now and put down your net. Okay, so the idea that, you know, he was fishing, he had already been fishing in, that, in, in, in tangible terms. He was over washing his net he had done for the day and, you know, he had to put down his net. Okay, he chose to put down his net, again, out, out, of, out of obedience. Put out. I'm going to show you something, okay? The idea, I'm going to show you something. Am I willing to be put out? Am I, you know, in my context, in, what I, in the line of work I do, the question for myself is, I'm, am I willing to be put out for Jesus? Um, for other people in their context, this could relate to, you know, what, what am I willing to be put out for? What am I, what am I willing to be put out for? in order to accomplish and move towards the fullness of which I, for what I was created. So you need, so the idea there is that you need to come over here. You need to move away from what you're doing to see what I'm doing so that you can listen. Um, the watch, the obey, the converse, the wrestle, uh, gain understanding, observe, engage actively, try to experiment, trust, risk, be inconvenienced, be judged by others, be the focus of something that could potentially fail. Pre -pre be prepared to be disappointed again. Mm, fun, huh? Sounds fun. <laughs> Put up. I'm going to lead you to something. 
um, the idea that I'm going to I'm going to take you somewhere. But in order to go somewhere new, you have to be willing to put down what you're doing. You have to be willing to put out action. You have to be willing to move into a new space so that you can then put up what you're doing and move into something new. So I love I love these three verbs, put down, put out, and put up, because I think they really speak to, on every level, kind of um, what is required in that. Let's hop to that next slide, Karen. So when you're thinking about, so for me, when I think about the reflections of this, I, I love I love how the, the, the nature of the context is like what, whether there's telling a story from a thousand years ago or talking, you know, talking to me in this next season of my life. I mean, I'm like, no, I'm no different than anybody else. I'm in this new season of my life and um, a new season of a call for that, for what I have here to do at the ranch. And I, and I'm, and I feel like I'm being even, you know, I've been at this since 2006. So I'm being challenged in an entirely different way um, to do a new dance, to do new things, things that take, make me incredibly uncomfortable, uh, things that I would really rather stay, you know, <laughs> maybe not doing um but it's 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 really it's i don't want to say it's not an option for me it really doesn't feel like an option i'm, I'm being beckoned to move forward and do it into a into a next level next level of call and so um these things really relate for me so let's talk about those reflections what's the intention you know i think what's the intention of your boat so think of your boat as your platform your business Whatever it is that you think you're driving, that you that you know that that you want to drive, and that you're trying to do something with, that you're trying to use to do something with in the world, you know what what's the intention? What's the intention that your boat is serving? I mean, deeply rooted. What's the intention? And then what what powers that boat? Like what what actually keeps that boat moving? Okay, the intention the, the intention behind that. Uh, does my boat fit into the divine fleet? Um, how how or how or what am I posturing for a harvest beyond my own carnal intentions or understanding? Um, thinking about, you know, like it's easy when we're, it's easy to compartmentalize, like think about our, our work as an individual thing and then think about our personal life as an individual thing and then think about our spiritual life as an, indi as a, as an individual thing. Um, but I would challenge you to consider the possibility that maybe all three are connected and that when you're actually truly operating in your in 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 a call and what you're called to do, what you were designed to do, that everything that you touch is simply an opportunity to execute that call. So it's not your job, it's not your family, um, it's not you know my calling is not to be the founder of a of a nonprofit. Hope Rise is not my calling. Um, Hope Rise is an aspect of what I get to do and a platform in which I get to operate within my calling. So really getting clear about understanding the gifts and the skills and the talents that you have going back to that idea about understanding your gifts and your talents and your skills and what they're, what, what they're designed to do. Um, and then understanding how the, how the, those plug in to other, the, the other opportunities and the other platforms around you in order to help execute uh, and, and bring those to fruitfulness. In this new season, what needs to be put down? What needs to be put out? What needs, what needs to be put up to go to that next level in pursuit of the fullness for which you were created? You know, we all, I think at the end of the day, we all hope, I mean, right, don't we all hope that our boat will be the one that gets used? Um, I think about that a lot. I think, every, you know, who, no one starts something hoping, oh, yeah, it's going to be a failure, right? We, we all hope that our boat will get be used. However, what if our boat isn't used 
in the way that we think it should be used? What if it, what if, what if it, what if it doesn't look like what we intended? My question would be, is there still an opportunity to be a part of the fleet? Is there still a part of an opportunity to ensure that we align ourselves with, with, with where the fruitfulness is being pursued, just like in that, in that story where it talks about, you know, Jesus chose one boat to get in and choose from. He chose, he chose Simon's boat. But, all, but there are other boats nearby that were signaled, were able to move in and help catch the, catch the fill, catch the, 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 fishy, the fish. And as a result of being aligned properly in the fleet, even though their boat wasn't the one used to pull the fish in, their boat was aligned within the fleet, and therefore the blessing of the abundance falls over into it. So just challenging yourself to think about if your boat isn't being used the way it is, where could it be aligned, and with whom could it be aligned to better serve and help be a harvester of the, of the catch? Let's hop to that next one. So when I think about, um, it kind of takes me to that kind of next piece where we're, when we're thinking about operating in that fullness, um, understanding that that there's that there's risk, uh, that there's sacrifice, um, that there's there's a there's a humbling um, of sorts that requires us to really really get clear, really get clear about our call, and really sink into the intentionality of what it is. Because if we if we come to the table, if we come to sit at the table and we don't really have a clear understanding about what we're bringing to the table, um, we're just going to fuddle through that game. We're going to, we're going to, we're never going to really clearly get to the root of it and really actually be able to be effective in dealing with what we need to deal with in order to get to the end game of helping us find that fullness. And so I think sometimes that's a, that's a common thing that happens. We have human carnal things that we're that we I'm not saying they're not important but that we that we give higher priority to we give higher cadence to we put you know we we make it more important in the grand scheme of things than than really the ultimate goal is when we understand focusing on the ultimate goal then therefore brings all the other fruitfulness into the equation so I'm, the point with this is just to remember that anytime you're in a pursuit for fullness you know and you're really in a pursuit of excellence and really trying to understand what do I got to put down? What do I got to put up? What do I got to put out in order to, you know, to move to that next level? He's, there's always going to be an ask. There's, there's always an ask. And it's a two-part ask. There's always going to be an ask on, be, on behalf of the creator. Um, right there, he asks you to put down, put out, and put up. Okay, what does that mean to you? What, what in your life needs to be put down, put out, and put up? Okay, but he also asks us to ask things of him. Okay, he also he also through prayer wants us to talk to me. He wants us to be in relationship. Um, he doesn't want us to come to him with a laundry list of things that we think he needs to do and be our errand boy. But he wants to be in relationship with us and have an opportunity to um, impart impart spiritual knowledge and impart spiritual discernment. Um, and wisdom to us about how all those pieces, you know, look together. So understanding that to be in true relationships that are synchronized have the that any true relationships that are synchronized have the foundation of asking things of one another without resistance. Oh, I shouldn't ask. Yes, you should. And without a defensive posture, so always checking your heart posture. If the answer is no. The answer is no. If the answer is yes, the answer is yes. But having been able to receive that in the same spirit on either level. And then understanding that true, true joy and abundance 
is when relationships are in sync, when things are aligned.